Hello, this is Commander Dragon Rage, and here I talk about Elite Dangerous and other things I find interesting at the time. So we're getting really close to the Elite Dangerous Odyssey full release, which is really exciting. It's coming April 19th, I believe, which is not that far away from now. For me, the Alpha was a really good experience, and I am so excited to see it come to the full release, because... Currently, I am exploring south, like pretty much directly south from Seoul. So, it'll be really interesting to see all the planets that I discover and be able to land on the planets, drive around, and get out of my SRV and explore the planets on foot that no one has ever been seen before. I think that's just going to be an amazing experience. And I can't wait to see it because I wasn't able to do it really on the Alpha because for one I picked up late so I wasn't able to go and find a planet to go explore. And two, they're already all explored basically because so many people have been to all of those systems because they're all in the bubble. You can't really get too far out if you could get out at all. I... For me, it was a really good experience. It was pretty much flawless. There wasn't really any major issues I had with the alpha. I understood that it wasn't alpha. There were some major visual bugs that were with the game. I'm not sure if they were also like physical bugs, but they were definitely visual bugs. Because like, there's one time I was flying to a planet and the planet literally was not there. So the next day, I went there and it was there. So either I just had to reload my launcher or they got patched. Which I think they're doing a quite good job on fixing all of these major bugs that are there that they are coming across. And I have hopes that it will be pretty clean and like bug-free when it fully releases. And they had that time to fix... All of the major bugs they found and hopefully over time all of the smaller bugs that get reported and whatnot get fixed as well and I hope they add other stuff to the game I hope they're not done with it because really right now it's kind of a bit disappointed because major things that I was hoping for like like actual inside of the ship is still not there and I really hope that gets happened which I know a lot of YouTubers were talking about a thing like the um, Armstrong moment thing where like you step out of your ship and onto a new world. And I think that that would be amazing, especially for me who like and me and other people who really like exploring and discovering new planets. I think that'll be amazing. And plus everybody else, because just having their own ship like they can walk around like, for me, it doesn't really have to even be the full ship yet. I, I would be very happy if it was the full ship. But right now, for me to be satisfied, it can just be a corridor that, corridor that leads to the exit of the ship. And then have a nicer animation of getting out of the ship. So I hope they at least add that. And then maybe over time, add all the other rooms in all of the ships. Which is a bit of an undertaking because there is a lot of ships in the game and some of the ships are really big. Like the Anaconda, I don't like, that thing is like so massive. Like then 
cutter, also massive, and I don't even, the beluga, god, that thing is a behemoth, I'm not sure, actually, now that I think about it, because with all the internal slots, it wouldn't make sense to be really able to walk around it, because, like, with a um, beluga, you'd have all of those passenger camp cabins, so I don't know how they'd make it into, like, a co cohesive thing, where you're able to walk through and explore the entire ship, including the cabins, so maybe just have, like, the core internal accessible, and maybe some of the optional internals, like the, um, SRV bay, and the, um, shield generator, and stuff like that also be visible, uh, but, like, the other ones not being visible and being locked off or something, because that seems like it'd be really difficult to do, but I don't know, maybe they're able to make something that actually does work, and that'll be amazing if it does. But yeah, I mentioned that I was down south of Seoul. I'm about five, no, 6,000 light years away from Seoul, south of Seoul, pretty much directly right now. I'm heading west on the galaxy map, so I'll be heading that direction. And yeah, I'm just exploring, discovering a lot of new systems, and I'm heading down to the most extreme areas. I'm actually heading west in order to get farther down south because there's a system I would like to visit down there, and it's not reachable, at least in my ship, with, um, because of the giant gap between Kepler's crest and the one that's, uh, right above it, I can't remember the name right now, but there's a giant gap that of pretty much no systems, you'll find one every, like, hundred light years maybe across so it's a vi like they're all spaced out like a hundred light years or more so it's almost impossible to get across i mean you probably could be able to get across if you had a lot of fsd injections and stuff but it's just totally unreasonable and i doubt you'd be able to do it in a ease like easily Unless you just had a ton and you couldn't plot it. You had to individual plot each one. At least that's what I believe so. I don't... I'm not totally, like, fluent with all the, like, things with the um, galaxy map. So I'm not sure if there is a way to do that. Because... But yeah. I've been exploring out there. I actually haven't used any FSD injections now that I think about it. Um... But I probably will soon, because I'm trying to get to a system that's, like, really extreme, like, off of the, off of the actual main galaxy, so, because just to visit it. And I'm gonna be doing that, like, I'm just gonna be flying around the system, and going to the most extreme places in this galaxy, like, wait, I said system, but, you, I meant galaxy, um, I'm just going to be flying around the galaxy and just visiting some of the most extreme places. Like the um, farthest farthest system from Seoul, which is SG... Um, no, it's Oavasi SG-YD0. I don't know how I remember that name, but I do. Um, it's the farthest 
um, system from Seoul at a whopping, I think it's like around 70,000 light years away from Seoul. No, it's like 60, it's like 63,000 because it's like 500 light years more than Beagle Point. So you thought Beagle Point was far? Ovasi SGY-YD0 is even farther, which I'm not sure if you would know, but it's, um, if you want to visit the farthest out system and claim that title of reaching the farthest extreme from the bubble, then that's where you want to go. You don't want to stop at Beagle Point, though you would want to have... Um, though it does require an FSC injection, um, because, well, if you have a ship that's under, like, 60 light years or something, because it requires you to do a jump of 82 light years, which is impossible to, like, well, I'm, it's 84 light years, which is nearly impossible to do in any ship, so, but yeah, it is quite the most like extreme end of the galaxy and I'd say it's worth a visit at least for me because I am just trying to like I don't know like conquer that massive expanse of the galaxy and make it so that I can reach the most extreme parts and I'm not sure if it'll help with that feeling of just being absolutely tiny. Well, I guess it won't help with the tiniest feeling. But I don't know if it'll help with the, like, massive expanse of it. Like, impossible to cross. Because it might take several, several hours. Like, it took me quite a while to get to Colonia. And um, took me quite a while to get to... Sagittarius A and Ovasi SG-YD0 is, I'll just call it Ovasi, is even farther, like double the length, no, not even more than double the distance than Colonia is. So it's going to take me a long time to get there, and I'm not sure if that'll make my feeling of just, like... Like, the galaxy being so hard to cross and traverse. I don't know if it'll make that feeling better or worse. But I guess I just have to do it and see because, you know. Like, plus I just want to claim, just be able to say, hey, I've been to the farthest system from Seoul. And I've traversed hundreds of thousands of light years across the galaxy. Which, currently, I think if you check my ears... EDSM profile, I have 85,000 light years of distance traveled. Hold on, let me check real quick. Okay, so on EDSM, it displays under exploration. It says total hyperspace distance, 87,934 light years. And yeah, that's quite far. More than I expected, actually. But I have been doing quite a bit of flying since I last checked it. And I've been doing only single jumps. I haven't really been using neutron jumps, like neutron stars much. Because I've been, like, just... 
I've just been exploring. I'm not really too concerned about getting to my destination fast. I just want to find as many new systems and discover as much as I can. Partly because I just, it's fun. And partly because it gets me exploration experience faster and more money. Which I don't really need the money. It's more the money means that I will get more like experience in exploration. Because currently I am a ranger in exploration. So I really want that to be elite. Because I, you know, I just, since I love exploration so much. I just want that to be, I haven't gotten any elites in any others, which I have tycoon and trading, so I might get that, I might get that in a while, but exploration rank is, like, I just really like exploration, I want to have that badge as a symbol of how much, like, exploration is part of my gameplay, and... Yeah, I have 384,000, not 384, 384 million credits in my bank, so I'm not super, super rich, but I'm not poor either, so, yeah, it's, so basically, money is not the biggest reason that I'm doing it, and plus, I just, it's much, much more better, it's much better for my sanity than endlessly jumping through through neutron star after neutron star is which reminds me of my crippling fear of you know those neutron so neutron stars they don't bother me they um i'm perfectly fine with neutron stars they don't bother me at all now what i do have a problem with is you know like when there's another star um or something it's right next to a neutron star, and a lot of times that means that the neutron star spins really fast. Holy crap, I freak out. I legitimately, like... Oh, it's it's not it's not a good experience. I, like... One time, my hands were literally shaking after that. And... It took me a little bit to get, like... Like, to calm down... Because I just, I do not like having those things shoved in my face. And I can't explain why I'm so, like, absolutely terrified of those. I'm like, okay, here. So people, like, when I've talked about this, people have told me, like, hey, you shouldn't be afraid of them because, like, you're just, um... Because, like, they don't really pose really too much threat because as long as you don't drop out in their, um, like, in their cone, you're gonna be fine. They're not too dangerous. And, yeah, that's very true. It's not that dangerous. That's not the reason I'm afraid of them. I'm not afraid of them consciously, but I guess my, like, my brain just decides, hey, I really don't like this. So, it just decided to just absolutely give me a crippling fear of them when I don't even really fear it. I don't know. It's really weird. Like, I don't consciously fear it, but when I see it, I just freak out. And it's specifically when I see it. Like, when I see it in-game. If I see it in a video or something 
else, like, if I don't see it while I'm playing, like, I see it in a video, if I see it in, like, I don't know, but if I see it, it only, like, I only freak out if I'm the one in control of my ship, and I'm the one that is, um, playing the game right now, so, it, oh my god, whenever I see, whenever I'm doing neutron jumps, and I, like, sometimes I'm able to force myself to get, boost my FSD on, in it, like I'm supposed to, and, um, just, like, like, I literally slide down in my chair and look out of the corner of my eyes at the monitor and force myself to get the neutron jump, like, the neutron charge, and then I'll just go on my way and go to an, either the next neutron star or continue jumping through new normal systems. Because I normally use the in-game plotter, which sometimes plots me through neutron stars. But, um, yeah, I use, like, but if I'm not able to, like, force myself, I just do a U-turn, book my, like, just get as fast as I can away from that star, and then just fly normally to the next system, taking normal jumps, not neutron boosted, because I am not messing with that. And I've also found that if I'm, like, a safe distance away from one of those neutron stars, it's fine. I'm not gonna freak out. But if I am the 0.52 light years, like, seconds that it spawns you from the neutron star, oh boy, I'm gonna have some issues and, uh... It's, it's, uh, I don't, it's not fun. And you might think, oh, if you're not that scared of it from a distance, then you could probably go fly a w little bit away and then come back in. Then you're not shoved up really close to it. But no, in order to get a neutron jump, you have to fly close to it. And, like, it's just, like, it, same, same type thing. I can't force myself to do that. If I'm already so far away from it, I just fly to the next system normally. And also, speaking about things like neutron stars, like, white dwarves freak me out also. Because I, I have almost been murdered by a white dwarf a few times. Because I am trying to, like, I see it, and I immediately think neutron star, and it looks like a neutron star would look, and I only realized, huh, it's not really, like, looking, like, neutron stars don't normally look like that, like, it's just, like, slightly off, and because Elite Dangerous decides to be, like, absolutely horrible, and never show the exclusion zones of neutron stars and, um, and white dwarves, that, that's one of the biggest things that scare me, is the fact that it does not show the exclusion zones of those two stars, because that, I don't know, it's just, oh, uh, no, um, and white dwarves, like, I go in kind of in a midway point of a neutron star jet, with the white dwarf, if you tried to do that, You'd get dropped into the exclusion zone. If you were unlucky, you'd get dropped into the exclusion zone inside of the cone. 
You don't want that to happen. So that's almost happened to me a few times, and it's not fun. Anyway, enough about my crippling fear for those types of stars. Um, let's get back to Odyssey. So Odyssey is like, I don't know, it's going to be amazing in my opinion. I think that the, I think that the um station interiors should be bigger. Yeah, def, definitely bigger because right now it's just like a singular room and you'd assume that like this massive Coriol um Coriolis station would have a lot more rooms for your um traveling commanders to arrest it and just like stuff and not just have like a singular room with some elevators and stairs and then a bar and a ship building and some other stuff like it sh it just seems really small and yeah I'm like I don't know and I think that they should like add a, I don't know, I guess I do have kind of a bar, but I mean, you should be able to buy drinks at it, like, it's kind of lame that you go to the bar expecting to be able to get a drink, and then all you're given is, like, the, like, materials, like, you walk up to this bartender, there is, like, beverage ads behind the bartender, and then you're like, Hey, can I get something? And then the bartender is like, Hey, I have these materials. And I was like, Like, when I saw that, I was like, Wait, aren't you supposed to be selling, like, um, like, beverages and, like, like, alcoholic drinks and other drinks? Like, what? What, what is this? I don't, I don't know. So then, like, I was like, Is this just this one system? Uh, so I flew to a different system, checked the state, like, like, is this just one station or something? So I flew to a different station. Sure enough, it's exactly the same. So, like, I don't, like, why? I just want my, like, drinks. It'd be good enough if it was, if it was like, a consumable that you could, like, kind of Skyrim style, like, eat it in battle and regain your health. <laughs> so that would work, too, but... It's just not a thing. It's like materials. Like, it just kind of, I don't know. It deceives my expect expectations, and also like in the um like across the kind of the other building, the ship sails room thing, like where they had the holographic like versions of the ships. I really think that those should be interactable. Because currently, it's just a nice little thing, and you even see a keypad, and whatever, and you can't do anything with it, it's just, like, just there, it's like, can, can I, like, open that and, like, see, like, the holographics and choose which ship I want to, like, display and check out, and I think that'd be really neat, and... Maybe you could, like, I don't know, maybe there could be, like, a test flight simulator or something. You could fly a new ship, but, I don't know, maybe I'm just being a little, 
don't know, like, maybe that's a little bit too hard to put into the game, but I just think it's, like, I don't know, there's some things that don't seem totally fleshed out, which definitely, which makes sense, because it is the alpha, and, but, I mean, the bartender, why, why doesn't she sell drinks? Sell drinks, please, come on. Like, like, you're just a, like, you're just, you're not a bartender, you're just a traitor. I don't, I don't know. That one doesn't really make sense to me. There should be a different place to sell your, sell and buy materials other than there, because it kind of seems really out of place right there. For, um, so, I don't know, maybe somebody else that's standing in a corner and you could talk to, I don't know. That seems more like a black market guy, like standing in a corner with like a hood up, something, like a real shady dude in the corner, I don't know. But anyway, I hope if they like, try to like, I don't know, like flesh out some things that aren't totally fleshed out right now, and make things just work better, look better, and just make more sense. Like, why would a bartender sell materials and not drinks? So, if, but if you're able to fix all that, it's going to be amazing. I'm so excited to go exploring and go goof around and shoot people. It's, it's going to be fun. So, yeah, I'm going to wrap it up here. This was the first podcast I've ever done. I kind of just ranted and talked about random stuff by myself because friends are for losers. Okay, but I'm kidding. On my next episode, I might bring on a guest, so I don't know who that'll be, though. So, yeah, I hope you've enjoyed. If you want to see more of this, you can subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening. And, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how this kind of works, so, like, can you leave comments, or, if you've listened to this far, this far, then you can leave a review, I guess, but, I don't know. Anyway, hope you've enjoyed, see ya next time, bye.